Good morning, friends. Today is Monday, the 26th of October, 2020. Our readings for this morning are Psalms 41 and 52, Ecclesiasticus or Sirach 19, 4 through 17, Revelation 11, 1 through 14, and the Gospel of Luke chapter 11, verses 14 through 26. It's going to be another one of those whirlwind mornings because I've got about 20 minutes before i got to brush my teeth and get out the door for work. So thanks for bearing with me, my friends. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask on behalf of ourselves and others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you. In thought, word, and deed, actually, excuse me, God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Savior, Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The Holy One is in our midst. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. The Holy One is in our midst. Oh, come. Let us worship. Psalm 41. Happy are those who consider the poor. God delivers them in the day of trouble. God protects them and keeps them alive. They are called happy in the land. You do not give them up to the will of their enemies. God sustains them on their sickbed. In their illness, you heal them. In their illness, you heal all their infirmities. As for me, I said, O God, be gracious to me. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. 
my enemies wonder in malice when I will die and my name perish. And when they come to see me, they enter, they utter empty words while their hearts gather mischief. When they go out, they tell it abroad. All who hate me whisper together about me. They imagine the worst for me. They think that a deadly thing has fastened on me, that I will not rise again from where I lie, even my bosom friend in whom I trusted, who ate of my bread, has lifted the heel against me. But you, O God, be gracious to me, and raise me up that I may repay them. By this I know that you are pleased with me, because my enemy has not triumphed over me. But you have upheld me because of my integrity, and set me in your presence forever. Blessed be God, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and Amen. Psalm 52 Why do you boast, O mighty one, of mischief done against the godly? All day long you are plotting destruction. Your tongue is like a sharp razor, you worker of treachery. You love evil more than good and lying more than speaking the truth. You love all words that devour, O deceitful tongue. But God will break you down forever. God will snatch and tear you from your tent. God will uproot you from the land of the living. The righteous will see and fear and will laugh at the evildoer, saying, See the one who would not take refuge in God, but trusted in abundant riches and sought refuge in wealth. But I am like the green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the steadfast love of God forever and ever. I will thank you forever because of what you have done. In the presence of the faithful, I will proclaim your name, for it is good. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Ecclesiasticus, otherwise known as the Wisdom of Jesus, Son of Sirach, chapter 19, verses 4 through 17. One who trusts others too quickly has a shallow mind, and one who sins does wrong to themselves. One who rejoices in wickedness will be condemned, but one who hates gossip has less evil. Never repeat a conversation, and you will lose nothing at all. With friend or foe, do not report it, and unless it would be a sin for you, do not reveal it. For someone may have heard you and watched you, and in time will hate you. Have you heard something? Let it die with you. Be brave, it will not make you burst. Having heard something, the fool suffers birth pangs like a woman in labor with a child, like an arrow stuck in a person's thigh, so is gossip inside a fool. 
question a friend, perhaps the friend did not do it, or if they did, so that they may not do it again. Question a neighbor, perhaps they did not say it, or if they said it, so that they may not repeat it. Question a friend, for often it is slander, so do not believe everything you hear. A person may make a slip without intending it. Who has not sinned with their tongue? Question your neighbor before you threaten them. And let the law of the Most High take its course. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. We are going to skip canticles today. Forgive me for that, friends. And just go straight from reading to reading. Our next one is Revelation chapter 11, verses 1 through 14. Then I was given a measuring rod like a staff, and I was told, Come and measure the temple of God and the altar and those who worship there. But do not measure the court outside the temple. Leave that out, for it is given over to the nations, and they will trample over the holy city for forty-two months. And I will grant my two witnesses authority to prophecy for one thousand two hundred sixty days, wearing sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands that stand before God of the earth. And if anyone wants to harm them, fire pours from their mouth and consumes their foes. Anyone who wants to harm them must be killed in this manner. They have authority to shut the sky so that no rain may fall during the days of their prophesying. And they have authority over the waters to turn them into blood and to strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they desire. When they have finished their testimony, the beast that comes up from the bottomless pit will make war on them and conquer them and kill them. And their dead bodies will lie in the street of the great city that is prophetically called Sodom in Egypt, where their God also was crucified. For three and a half days, members of the peoples and tribes and languages and nations will gaze at their dead bodies and refuse to let them be placed in a tomb. And the inhabitants of the earth will gloat over them and celebrate and exchange presents because these two prophets had been a torment to the inhabitants of the earth. But after the three and a half days, the breath of life from God entered them, and they stood on their feet, and those who saw them were terrified. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, Come up here! And they went up to heaven in a cloud while their enemies watched them. At that moment, there was a great earthquake, and a tenth of the city fell. Seven thousand people were killed in the earthquake. And the rest were terrified and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe has passed. The third woe is coming very soon. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 11 verses 14 through 26. Now Jesus was casting out a demon that was mute. When the demon had gone out, the one who had been mute spoke out, and the crowds were amazed. But some of them said, He casts out demons by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. Others, to test him, kept demanding from him a sign from heaven. 
But Jesus knew what they were thinking and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself becomes a desert and and house falls on house. If Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that I cast out the demons by Beelzebul. Now if I cast out the demons by Beelzebul, then by whom do your exorcists cast them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I cast out the demons, then the sovereignty of God has come to you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards their castle, their property is safe. But when stronger than he attacks him and overpowers him, he takes away his armor in which he trusted and divides his plunder. Whoever is not with me against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it wanders through waterless regions looking for a resting place. But not finding any, it says, I will return to my house from which I came. When it comes, it finds it swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits, more evil than itself, and they enter and live there, and the last state of that person is worse than the first. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. I'm going to share super quick thoughts on the readings today. One of them, um, actually, I'm just going to share one thought. And the thought is, that we need to place our trust in God. And the ultimate safety needs to be recognized as the safety that our immortal soul is safe with God. That no matter what happens here on earth, our immortal souls are safe with God. And we need And we need to stop chasing after other things. We keep thinking, if I just had this amount of money in the bank, I'd be secure. If I had this kind of spouse, I'd be secure. If I had whatever fill in the blank it is. And the truth is that it's it's divine love. It's that relationship with God that we need. And and nothing, nothing is secure. God is the only surety. God is the only security. And without God, nothing is aligned. We're, we're out of whack and, and we're just out of rhythm and everything else. I hope that this is intelligible. And I think lastly from, maybe I guess I do have two thoughts after all, um, from our gospel reading, it's not enough. to drive out the bad, we have to let in the good. Nature does abhor a vacuum. It's true. And God created nature and we were not created to have empty space, um, in that way, in the vacuous way. So we must fill ourselves with the love of God. Otherwise other things will take up residence. Just like in our earlier reading from Ecclesiasticus, It was basically the antithesis of the example that we talked about yesterday, right? About building the good habit until it becomes second nature, until you do it even not consciously. And and the evildoers in the Psalms are the same way. They do evil so much that evil becomes natural. Evil becomes the habit. Evil becomes the muscle memory. And this is exactly what we want to get away from. If we don't build the good... The evil will come in. 
And so we must fill ourselves with the love of God. We're back to we have to be rooted in God. The well that we're drawing from must be the well of living water, the well of the Holy Spirit. This is what we must fill ourselves with. First and foremost, because if we're spilling out and we haven't filled ourselves with holy love, then we're not spilling out good stuff. What we're sharing with others isn't good stuff. What we're just like when we were talking about our relationship with God is, is the center of all relationships in our life. This is what it all comes back to. It must be God first. And it must be, there is no other rock that is strong and sturdy enough to be our foundation, the spiritual foundation of our souls, but God. There's no one else that can bear the weight of our leaning. May we lean on God. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. We are going to use the prayers from the Iona Community's Iona Abbey Worship Book in place of suffrages again. Into your care, O God, we place those whom we love, those for whom we worry, those from whom in time or place or affection we are distant. Into your care, O God, we place what grieves us and what inspires us and fills us with hope. Into your care, O God, we give ourselves. God bless to us our bodies. God bless to us our souls. God bless to us our lives. God bless to us our belief. Let us share the prayer that Jesus taught us in our own language, or preferred version. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us in the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May the blessing of light be upon us, light without and light within. May the moon, sun, and stars shine on us and warm every heart till it glows like a great fire so that strangers and friends may come in and find welcome. May light shine out from our eyes like a candle set in a window. And may God bless us with goodness and loving kindness. Amen. The Collect for Proper 25 Almighty and everlasting God, increase in us the gifts of faith, hope, and charity, and that we may obtain what you promise, make us love what you command. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. 
a collect for the renewal of life. O God, sovereign eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Peace O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom, defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Let us use as our prayer for mission, as we have been, the prayer attributed to St. Francis. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Almighty, oh, let us pray. Let us circle in the light any who the Holy Spirit has placed upon our hearts. Let us pray for all of us that we may reorder our lives with God at the center, with God as the focus, filling ourselves with God first, trusting in God most, seeking and finding God. These are easy things to say, but hard things to do. Spirit, give us the strength. Holy Spirit, lend us your strength. That we may make of these truths practices, everyday practices that we repeat over and over until your truth is written on our hearts, until your love is at our fingertips embedded in our muscles and our marrow without us even having to think of it. Amen. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your co-creators, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. 
Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.